Welcome to Blueyville, episode one. I'm Saverin. I'm Ajax, bandit in training. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, Saverin's just fucking around here. This is Southpaw's bingo. episode no, Muffin. 531 I, or so. I, I don't, don't know, know at this point. Like yeah, It's been a long ass time since we finally sat down together to record anything proper. Mm. Because the lead up to Fiesta had us all running around like mad. Or just our schedules not lining up. But here we are. It's fucking almost 10 o'clock when we're starting the recording. But by God, we're going to get a podcast episode out for this week. Or I'm going to die trying. So, I'm Saverin. There's Ajax, there's Fuzz. Shiva's house is sick post-Fiesta, but it's not COVID, it's just ick. So that's good. Apparently um, a lot of people got garden variety con crud this con. And so I guess con crud's coming back. But also apparently masking was really bad. Yeah, like, I know that I stayed masked any time I was in any sort of, like, full space. Mm-hmm. Like, I took my mask off when I was up on 37 in the Gamer Dungeon to eat. Mm-hmm. But if there was any sort of crowd, I was masked up the entire time. Like, my dad was able to attend this year, and he was masked the entire time, and he came out of it very happy he got to come, but not sick. Yeah. Same for my parents. Both my parents were fine. Same with their assistant, Molly. So, like, masking fucking works, kids. And so, even if it's not required, this bitch is going to be masking at conventions going forward, because I'm on, like, a five or six convention streak. Where I've been around all these people, and I've not gotten sick. So, you know I'm fucking keeping doing it. Yeah. No plus, reason to stop. Yeah, plus you can get commissions of your character to be put on masks. You can, it's cheap fursuiting. It's just, like, it's such an easy decision. <laughs> For, like, 60 bucks, you can be your fursona. <laughs> and, like, this year's fiesta was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was very logistically complex for me, but we grew by almost 2,000 people. We had 7,336 attendees Whoa. this year. Yeah. It was, which was fucking wild. Yep. Uh, we grew by a crazy amount, and we were really feeling it on the parking front, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But like attendee-wise, it was, it was just wild. Parking was a nightmare. I went the first day and like... I had to drive around for like 30 minutes to try to find a parking spot. And then when I did find a parking spot, I was just like, I'm just not going to move all weekend. So what I ended up having to do, so I got a good parking spot on Friday morning, mm-hmm. but I had to like drive my mom back home mm-hmm. because she didn't have a ride home that evening. And so I lost my parking spot. So I ended up having to park in the Olive Street garage, which is like a block north of there. But I just stayed there over the weekend and ultimately only had to pay 40 bucks. Nice. for two yeah. overnights on the weekend and i'm like that's fine that's mm-hmm. the most i had to pay to park because everything else was on the cons dime sure i moved my car on in on sunday uh, so i'd stay there sunday and leave monday mm-hmm. but all street garage it's great i had a handicap parking tag and could park right on the bottom floor because my dad yeah your dad needs it <laughs> I, had to, I had to wheel him in a wheelchair a full you know block and a half to Oh my god! I I arrived just as it was starting to rain that during the tornado warning. Oh my god! And I just got drenched, and like I was in the parking lot in the middle of nowhere, and I had no choice but to walk. Oh. <laughs> I was luckily underground at that time. I was in the parking garage, but I was up on thirty seven because we knew the storm was coming in, and I was like, "Well, I've got shit to do. We're not going to be able to set up. 
and I'm not going to drive back to Carrollton to pick up my parents in this. Mm-hmm. So I was up on 37, and let me tell you, when it goes gray out there, it's kind of spooky. Because, yeah. like, mm. you can see the city, you see, the, and then suddenly it's just gray. And then the sirens are going off, and the PA system is announcing shelter in place, hey, go hide in the stairwells. And I'm like, I'm on the 37th floor, and there are plate glass windows that are floor-to-ceiling in here. If I die, I die. Yeah. They uh, actually had to have people shelter in the dealer's den. Thankfully, yeah. it was before anybody had put any of their stuff in there, but mm. it was still like, huh, wow. <laughs> like, the convention went really smoothly for us after that. We had plenty of volunteers. Like, the tournaments went okay. They were going to cut back on those for next year, probably just do Tekken 8, Street Fighter 6, and Smash. Uh, because turns out gamers don't really give half a shit about anime fighters like Guilty Gear Strive and definitely not DNF Duel. Mm-hmm. Um, just to make the burden on Kayla slower. But like gaming went really smoothly this year. We had that dude bring his para para machine and people loved it. He said we had the best reception of any event he's taken it to, including mm-hmm. anime cons. We had first years up there playing it. What's it... a para para machine? So Back in the day, Konami had a the dance series, the Bimani dancers. They had Guitar Freaks, Drum Freaks, DDR, oh, yeah. Step Mania, or not Step Mania, uh, basically all their music games. And this one was one where you moved your hands through four sensor beams between two mm-hmm. things to trigger the things. And it was like four or five, and then they stopped. Mm-hmm. So somebody made their own version of it with a PVC pipe like array like it was this tripod array very impressive made their own version complete with like guide videos for how to do it like they had three dancers doing the moves Mm -hmm. in front of most of the videos it was actually a very impressive setup and people were playing it all weekend that sounds really bad and they want to come back next weekend next year which is really good because i'm like hell yeah I'm going to see if I can't do more for them next time. Because when they said, oh, I'm bringing this thing, I didn't know how big it was going to fucking be. Mm-hmm. And it took up almost an entire room. Oh, wow. It was very impressive large setup. And I'm like, I want to help these guys out next year for sure. Um, and I'm glad they got to come. But, like, we had eight or eight console setups. We had the tournament room. We had setups that people did the bring your own in in the same room with the para para setup we had Kazakat brought his stuff so Brilliant set up a promo thing for breeze in the clouds brought a bunch of stickers just to give away like that game's coming out pretty soon check it out breeze in the clouds wishlisted on steam you know yada yada he's a cool dude and he volunteers and helps oh, we, so this is a game he made yeah it's, it's, oh. a, it's an actual it's an actual full-ass video game that's coming out on steam and he's been developing it but he's also been volunteering and help so we have like this like, oh, you're an indie dev who's a furry. Yeah, sure, come on and set up. I like your shit. Come on. High five. Thumbs up, you know? I, I try to be very... Supportive? Supportive and accommodating when it comes to stuff like that. Like, give, like yo, Kaze Cat, you're bringing your shit? Hell yeah. Yeah, because he's been working on that uh, Mugen fighting game, Sheer Force, I think it's called. Which is all like the fat furs and the tars and stuff oh, fighting. Right. Yeah. And he's really added additional stuff since I last saw him in 2022. And so, like... He's got a full roster, I think, of like 20-something characters at this point that's fully sprited out with super moves and everything. Nice. So that went really well. Uh, some dude brought his modded Wii that had a bunch of stuff on it. It's so like, it went really, really smoothly up on 37 in the Gamer Dungeon. I just wish we weren't so far away from everything else. Because, like, anytime there's anything up on 38, like, 
the Casino Night or the Inflatables panel or anything that's up there, the traffic is insane, especially if there's first suits. Because there's only three elevators that go up to 37 and 38. Oh. So you're limited in space. Mm-hmm. But everything went smoothly. Like, it was very nice. I got to see, like, uh, Lunar Moth. They're in the fan chat. I got to meet some other people who were longtime listeners. It was overall very pleasant. I had a good time. My dad had a good time because he had to hang out with me in the Gamer Dungeon on Saturday night and Sunday somewhat because the vendor hall was closed. Right. Yeah. And so, like, it, it went well. Good. And that's what's important. I had a very good time. Even if I am retiring from the board after this cycle, I'm still going to stay on at least for the next cycle at minimum as video game lead because that way we the department still exists because <laughs> nobody else wants to take over the department and we can't just let it fall apart after all the work i've done but that was pretty much my con like i had a good time it was a lot of work i was extremely tired but the attendees had a good time and that's what matters mm-hmm. so ajax you were at the con you were vending how did it go for you guys at the for planet table um pretty well we had lots of space because like we had an entire like alcove to ourselves between two emergency doors yeah um so like we had a lot of space to stretch out move around we also had a lot of space behind the tables which was really nice okay. um when i posted the picture of the of the booth to twitter someone quote tweeted it and was like even the book booths are bigger in texas and it was a slip off yeah nice. everyone had a lot of space like rukas had an entire corner to themselves like, yeah nice. and their booth was just huge um and just <laughs> mm, what so thursday no it was friday it's friday when we were setting up because we didn't get to set up thursday due to traffic and the weather and everything throwing anything off but when we had everything mostly set up i my dad was in his wheelchair, and I just took him on a tour de vendor hall, mm-hmm. and I described Rukas as, like, an artistic polymath. And they were like, yeah, that's a fair reception. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, they do art, they do comics, they do writing, they have books, they do comics, they do art, they do everything on their own. It's really impressive. They do cool shit. They have merch. And Rukas was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> because yeah. my dad hadn't had a chance to come to any convention or do much of anything since fucking 2019 yeah. so i was kind of wheeling him around showing him like oh yeah this is this artist and they got really cool shit and he was like talking to folks and being oh i really like your stuff but yeah rukas had a, a yeah. big setup and like they had the coins from uh mm-hmm. the Red Lantern, yeah, the Red Lantern series yeah. that were double-sided like die cast coins which are really cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, there were a lot of coins there, like uh, the like the coin that I got you, the uwu and uwu. That artist was there actually, right across from our table. Oh, cool! Yeah, um, like I bought Fuzz this coin, and it's like a woo for heads and don't a woo for tails, and it's <laughs> like happy werewolf wooing on one side, sad werewolf on the other. <laughs> and then I also have heads and tails, which is um, a buck on one side and then a deer's ass on the other. Hell yeah. Yeah. But that was the other thing. There was a lot of variety in the dealer's den this year. Yeah. Like, I... it wasn't people that I saw all the time at every convention I go to. There was a lot of people I'd never seen, stuff I'd never seen. Like, there were some folks that I'd seen at FC. Mm-hmm. 
But, like, uh, Spain Fisher was there with her stuff that I'd seen on Twitter. I feel really bad because this was a convention that I have spent the absolute least amount of money at in a very long time. I bought a single, like, original sketch for a friend who then, when I was like, yo, I got you this, they were like, oh, that's really not my thing. And I was like, motherfucker. Oh, damn. Um, But there was a lot of good vendors, but, man, this year was just not one where I got a chance to go down and spend money. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to get from your floor to anywhere else. Yeah, like those three elevators. Like I tried to go to the puppy play panel. It took me half an hour to get up to the, the floor that it was on. Yeah, and then it took me an hour to get down because when I went to go down, I saw a fursuit head in the garbage, and I was like, "Oh no, is that just up for grabs?" And I was in the elevator as I saw it, and the elevator doors closed. So I got off on 37, tried to go back up to 38, found out you can't get to 38 because the stairwell is blocked. You can only open it from 38 into the stairwell, not from the stairwell into 38. Oh, no. Um, Mm. So I had to go back to 37, figure out how to go back up to 38. Finally got an elevator to do it. Saw the fursuit head was gone by the time I got it back up there. So I just just got back in the elevator and went down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to get... My DoorDash order on Saturday night was a 30-minute round trip because I had to get down from 37, pick up my order, and then get back up the elevators. But there was some event going on that was very first seat heavy, Mm -hmm. so those guys take up a lot of space. And if they're getting on at 38 and going down, there's not going to be a lot of room for, you know, non-first seaters Mm -hmm. going down. But let me tell you, thank fuck for DoorDash. Mm-hmm. because we did Chewy's two nights during the con this year, and damn, I love Chewy Changas. They're really good, and <laughs> I can eat the entire thing with some rice and beans and be completely sated. Like, there is Senior Bean, which is in walking distance. Like, yeah. I did that the first day I was there. Unfortunately, I did it when it wasn't raining, and then while I was inside Senior Bean, it began to rain and i had to walk back through that so then that's how i got through my second pair of clothes for the day the (laughs) being up on 37 in the gamer dungeon really doesn't allow me to leave and go anywhere Mm -hmm. so like being able to do doordash and getting a free month of the like doordash premium or whatever Mm. like i had like a it was like a 65 dollar order but like the doordash premium saved me like 15 bucks or so Mm -hmm. in like fees so, all right, sure, that. whatever. Because yeah. um, yeah. it's like 10 bucks a month to save $15 on one order. I'm like, well, shit, that sounds fine. Mm. Yeah. But that way we had proper meals. And it was funny because like everybody this year brought snacks for everybody else. So we were <laughs> all like completely well stocked on like, oh, do you need food? Uh, a fan listener who I know is vegan and they come by and I was like, oh, hey, you want... Like, how you doing snack-wise? Like, here, I, got, I, I made sure that I had something vegan for you. <laughs> and I was like, here's a bag of the Beyond Meat jerky. And I know you said you liked this, so here. He's like, is that for me? He's like, well, it's a single-serving bag, so yes. I just I just had a flashback to the Weird Al video for Fat, where uh, dude's like, you want something to eat? I think I got some pizza in here. Something pulls a slice of pizza out of his jacket pocket. <laughs> <laughs> And it's somehow just like, I'm just imagining this and I'm just imagining it's still steaming like it's fresh from the oven. <laughs> That's the funny thing is like, because we all know we're going to be up in the gamer dungeon on 37, we all make sure we have supplies on mm. hand so that nobody goes hungry. Yeah. Because yeah. like getting down from 37 and getting a proper meal is kind of sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Like, I brought a buttload of snacks and drinks this time. Like, I brought, like, two cases worth of Gatorade, like, two, five, six packs of Coke Zero, and just, like, it was decimated by the end of the weekend. Mm. <laughs> so, much like how we had uh, the Coke, cher- Cherry Coke Zero at FC, Fuzz mm-hmm. and I, I had most of a case of the Mountain Dew Voodoo Zero, that's the kind of the pale yeah. white. Yeah, I saw your picture. Oh, yeah, the, the cum. Baker. Yeah, it was yeah. cum, more cum, the final cum, and then, like, the last one is Mountain Dew K9. Um, <laughs> That's naughty. Yes, it is. Yeah. And, like, that was our caffeine for the weekend, so we had something to go with. Mm-hmm. And the Voodoo is literally just, it's the mixed it's the whatever flavor between the two and they're basically clearing the pipes because we're making code red and we're making live wire but whatever is in the middle when they're flushing it that's what becomes the voodoo mystery flavor it's the same idea as when you get those mystery dum-dum lollipops back in the day when you were a kid that was just literally like the intermediate before it became fully the other flavor when they were switching between them okay and so that's what voodoo is Mm. And it's just this pale, clear white. And I'm just like, teehee, this doesn't look like human cum, but it sure looks like dog cum. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was fine. It was caffeine. None of us became raging bitches because we didn't have any caffeine over the weekend. It was right. Nice. Yeah. But, but food is just so hard to find at that convention. Like, oh, for totally. Anybody who's going, make sure you bring like or if you can't get out of the hotel the it's... the one thing that really kind of was awful is that none of the rooms have microwaves mm-hmm. it has a mini fridge but it didn't have a microwave so like i brought my dad his completes the little like hormel completes 60 minute you know you, one minute in the microwave and you got a meal yeah things couldn't cook them at all a weekend because the only places with microwaves are like the fourth floor and idk lol i don't know where else um, the, uh, staff lounge had them. Yeah, but yeah. then I would have to get down to six and cook a meal and bring it back up. Repel down the yeah. outside of the building. So it was just sort of a, I brought things that I couldn't prepare type thing. Yeah. Like, he he like stayed fed. It was fine. Yeah. They but, door dashed and all that. Okay, that's good. But, like, mm-hmm. we were right across from that room, so I feel like he had mentioned it to us. We would have done it. And, like, Tyrion was like, yo, come by. But, like, I was so busy over the weekend, I never got a chance to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we didn't really have, like, any parties. We just kind of had, like, chill hangouts for And that's all part. I would have liked, but yeah. I was too fucking tired to yeah. end of everything. Where was your room that you were staying? I was on 27. Ew. Oh, 27, so- 46. And so, you know how the room in the North Tower, it's like this weird J shape? Yeah. So you had to go all the way down, turn the corner, turn the corner, and then it was like back in the middle of that. Like, it was, the layout of this hotel is stupid. Very stupid. Because the hotel building itself was not designed to be a hotel. Mm-hmm. The original layout of the three towers that the Sheraton possessed, only the South Tower was actually a hotel. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was office building. And so everything has been retrofit to be a hotel in the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. So the layouts and the elevator layouts are all fucking stupid because they weren't a hotel to begin with. That explains a lot. That's the corporate feeling, the vibes. That... Well, that's like the, the North Tower elevator lobby, why it's the black granite. 
Yeah. Because that's how it was in like the 60s when it was put up. Mm-hmm. Like this was built in like the 50s mm-hmm. and then converted in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So this is a Frankenstein's building that has just been the Sheridan ever since. So like it's not a very good hotel in terms of layout, that's for sure. Because, like, you end up with one and two, and then there's stuff on four, because three is the maintenance floor. Mm. And people didn't know we were there. Like, photography was complaining, because they did. people didn't know they were there. This was one of the lowest years they had in terms of participation, because they were out of the way. <laughs> Just, like... Uh, Laps in 37. <laughs> well, you know, there's that meme where it's, like... The mom playing with one child in the pool while the other one is drowning, and then the yeah. third panel is like the skeleton at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, Zirian, I was like, dude, don't make. I, I had the idea come to me of that <laughs> meme, and then I told Zirian, hey, don't make that. And he's like, too bad. We're like, don't post it to chat, and he did <laughs> into the general attendee chat. And I'm like, fuck. Oh shit! But. And then immediately got messaged by one of the other board members. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. It turns out it was completely unrelated. (laughs) I was like, god damn it, no. I'm in trouble. No, they're going to give me a bad grade for being on the board. Ah." Um, But that was not the case. It was, but still, yeah, like being on 37, I'm on the fucking moon. It's called the Gamer Dungeon for a reason. They isolate all the gamers away from everybody else for everyone else's sake. Mm. Um, and that's fine. I kept I, thinking I, of it as the wizard tower. <laughs> the wizard tower. <laughs> I mean, that's that, because the dungeon would imply that it would be, like, underground. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know, I just, like, I kept thinking of that over the weekend. He's just, like, in his wizard tower with with the, the uh, dungeon that you have to fight past to get to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the dungeon is the elevators. <laughs> yes, that's that's the dungeon crawl you have to take. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, aside from the elevators being a thing, like, the con went really smoothly. Mm. Like, there wasn't a lot of bullshit, which I was actually genuinely afraid of. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had armed protests against, like, drag events and shit here in dallas because of course there's fucking fascists that are going to do that yeah and i was worried we'd have some of that at fiesta and it didn't materialize because i also figured they probably thought that maybe seven thousand furries were not enough too many people to mess with you know i think that it helps that it was all inside too yeah like it was a space that you had to enter to physically do anything to it yeah. wasn't like a parade or like an outdoor drag show or something yeah like, like the worst we had was some shit tier youtuber pranksters try to pull some shit and they were immediately like ejected once they were caught so like fuck those guys but you know i was genuinely concerned we ended up with some fascists and some first seaters throwing down and ending up on like the international news yeah, but Cops that didn't... would be aiming rifles at a Twilight Sparkle plot. Yeah, who fucking knows, right? Just horse pussy in the background. But, but the uh... like, we didn't have any of that bullshit because we have had other conventions in the past, including RMFC today, end up getting like was, bomb uh, threats. MCFC, MCFC, yeah, yeah. Mount, uh, Motor City for a Con in Det- in uh, Michigan. Yes, because there was also bullshit towards um, Vancouver, Vancouver, and. 
Um, Colonel, shit, what was the other was one? Was it Colonel Equinox? Swear, I don't remember which one just happened up there. Well, yeah. There's a column that just... Furthermore, it was furthermore. Yeah. Oh, God, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and so we've had three out of the last four Furcons have <clears throat> some sort of bullshit around that happen. Yeah. Because fascists have decided to make furry a core, like, add us to the fucking melange of... People that have a problem with... Culture war bullshit, you know? Yeah. Where's a rainbow militia? Like... Oh shit, you know, the furries, we got queers, we got drag queens, we got transgenders, we got the whole fucking thing, and also we'll throw down with you if you fuck with us, which I think is part of why the reason why they didn't mess with Fiesta, because we're 7,000 people strong. Catch these paws, motherfucker. It would be extremely funny to have seen some fucking fursuiters beating the shit out of some armed fascists, but also it'd be really bad if one of them got shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would just rather not even have that. Yeah, but they didn't, yeah. and that's fine. But like, you had a you had a bomb threat at these other conventions, and it's like this weird culture war bullshit because there was a threat made towards um, Megaplex, which oh, the perpetrator man. did get caught, mm-hmm. and it was a furry who was trying to stir shit that oh, time. The they were trying to start, and it wasn't like. There's a bomb at the con, which is basically what the the I think FCFC the, I think that this guy just said it was like them a shooting threat. I think say, oh, this person is dangerous, and they're going to be at the con, and it might have involved them having guns or something like that. But it was them trying to like get back at their ex or someone they had been stalking or had a parasocial relationship with. But they got arrested. But they got arrested, yeah, because they were just they were just really really stupid, and they apparently did it in such a way that people knew who they were, and so when the cops were looking for info, they were just like, "Oh yeah, it's this asshole, fucking asshole, yeah," and like they, I think they called from their own phone. (laughs) Yeah, like. They, they did not have good OPSEC. Yeah, and like so, the yeah. MCFC thing, it was an email, but they still had to double check. But it's like, motherfuckers, making a bomb is hard. I mean, it's not as hard as you would think, but like, mm. just saying like, oh yeah, I fucking hid some bombs and blah. That's a really easy quick check. But they really took like four hours or so to do it for MCFC this time. Mm-hmm. You gotta so, be thorough with that kind yeah, of stuff. It also depends on the size of the venue. Because it's, it's not really that hard to make uh, an well, IED. And like last year at Fiesta, we had not one, but two fire alarm situations where both times it was a malfunctioning sensor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like someone oh, pulling okay, a fire alarm. Good. It was a mis- malfunctioning sensor in the North Tower twice. Oh, yeah. That didn't happen. Thank fuck. Because I'd be like, well, I guess we're going to fucking die. Because I'd have to, like, wheel my dad out in his wheelchair. Unfortunately, furries are part of the culture war now. And this is just going to have to... This is going to be something the cons are going to have to plan for. Like, what happens? Because, like, you know, you've got p- pony cons that have gotten swatted in the past. And now we got this bullshit with furry cons. Yeah. Because, ooh, look, them furries, they accept the transes and the queers and the drag queens. Well, guess what? Yeah, motherfuckers, we sure as fuck do. And... We're not going to stop because of you. Yeah. It's why no matter how much people hate it, even me, you kind of have to have a police presence at an event this big. Because then the the cops can just talk into their walkie-talkie and be like, there's not a gunman here. Why why are you sending a SWAT team? (laughs) Oops.
Okay, I was like, where the fuck was that? It was by my It was by your foot. Um, So, I mean, all things considered, Fiesta went really smoothly comparatively. Like, it went, we had way more people than we thought we would. My department went really well. Sales were fine for you guys, even if they weren't as good as you expected them to be. But, whatever. Yeah, I got to run around in an inflatable shark suit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one video. Which is it? It's full of bears. Oh, okay. So one of the awful things that I bought at um, the con this year was a shirt, and it's like, have you ever seen those anime oh, girl yeah. shirts where it's just like all the anime girls with like the cum faces? Well, I found one of those, but for Barra bears and other critters. Yeah, it was like a it was a furry version <laughs> yeah. of that. And like, I tried to wear it around for like an hour and i was just like i don't feel comfortable wearing this so like yeah. i went upstairs and took it off but it was super thin so then i decided to wear it underneath the inflatable shark costume the problem is is the shark costume is semi-transparent sometimes if you like press against it so like if i pushed out my belly you could just see all of the horny bears through the shark's stomach <laughs> so it was just like it looked like i did an awful vor. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, during the con, I also got a fiber optic cable harness from a fellow, mm-hmm. and uh, I wore that underneath, so like the shark costume shone from underneath the lights. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, I kept the battery pack uh, clipped to the harness, and the battery pack had an LED light right over my crotch, so I just have this like glowing orange light from my crotch in some of the pictures. Oh my god. <laughs> But you said the shark costume was pretty popular, right? Like oh, yeah. People, people wanted to dance with you. People loved it. Um, like, I went to the dance a couple times, and the staff kept trying me to get to go to the fursuit mosh pit. And I was just like, no, I'm too shy for this. I'm not ready for this yet. I don't know how to dance. And then there was, like, one time I was just walking around the con, and I needed to adjust my... Goggles, because in the shark suit, I'm wearing a pair of goggles and a bandana, so I look like I got swallowed, uh, <laughs> like a diver. Um, and I went to adjust that. I was facing a wall, and I heard somebody say, oh, turn around, we want to see you. And I'm like, hold on, i got to adjust something. <laughs> turn around, and there's this entire crowd of people around me. And I'm just like, what? And they're just like, dance! And I'm like, okay! So then I try to floss and fail and dance, and then like somebody falls to her knees and goes, We love you, shark! And I was just like, oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> um, I'm just not ready for this. Yeah, it was, there was, it was uh, super fun. I loved it so much. I need to like modify the shark costume, though. Like I need to get LEDs for eyebrows, or do like paint <laughs> eyebrows or something like that. And... Um, like, it was really cute. funny because there was the uh, three Amogus. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like the one that had the furry paws and feet the most. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, did you see the shark suit, Sovereign? I don't think I saw the shark suit. Or, I, like, I saw the Amogus at so one he, point. He, he got a shark suit last year for Halloween mm-hmm. um, and had gone over to Runa's house in it. And um, it was also. <laughs> We also have some pictures of you, like in the front yard, and uh, like Tyrod took had you posing out in the front yard or something like that. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I, I loved going up the escalator and like putting my arms up in front of me, like I was swimming. <laughs> nice. 
Like, it, it's just a lot of fun. Like, I had a good time. I had a really good time at FC, which had was slightly less, you know, work on my part. Um, but FC, you know, still or Fiesta was still a lot of work, but I had a really good time. Um, and that's the important part. Like, our attendees had a good time, and we raised money for care, and we grew a lot, and we'll see where we are in 2024. Oh, did you do the fursuit AI thing? Is that... Yeah, I used it just so I could get a photo of myself. Oh, okay. I like went to the Twitter account and grabbed the photo after I did it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, you didn't cause a, a, a weird incident somehow. What? The the shit at Furthermore, where people were being weird about that Crusader Cat guy. Oh God. Where like people? Oh yeah, he had shown he he taken a picture from the first suit AI thing, and then it showed up on. The Twitter account for First Suit AI. Which blew and that's up. that's how people knew that he was there. What a dumbass! I mean, he was he was there to cause a scene. I, I know, it's just like... So... I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, and I shouldn't be dis- disappointed, but I am. <laughs> the, the thing is with that, it's like, on one hand, like it's a cool little thing, but on the other hand, wow, that really brought a lot of heat onto the staff of MCA, of uh, Furthermore. Like, which, by the way, took care of that situation start to finish in two hours. Yeah, like, someone would have taken a picture of him over the course of the call. Oh, of course. It was just a matter of time, it just... But it just happened to be the first suit AI that somebody start covers. to GTFO with that motherfucker was two hours. Nice. Yeah. And Twitter, of course, never knows this and yeah. starts calling for blood as they always do. Oh, the blood blood didn't officially say that they kicked him out because they're because they're evil. They want your money and they're yeah. on staff because they want the power and extreme adoration that comes with the except that all they all you get is bullshit don't you know how much the board president makes (laughs) negative twenty thousand dollars a year (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like that whole situation that was actually part of the why i deactivated my twitter account okay it's like seeing all the abuse that was hurled towards random random staffers during that shit like again they took care of the guys start to finish two hours that's about as fast as you could have hoped. Mm-hmm. But, like, Boozy had to be out there being like, yeah, cons don't say that they ban people for a reason, and here's the reason. It cost not world- just two different furry lawyers made threads about this. But, yeah, but that would require people to read. And, and to pay attention, because it <laughs> happens at so many conventions. And this is, and yeah, and they've had to say this kind of thing before at other cons. They're just like, BRB, bringing back the threat again. Yeah, <clears throat> and like, and people are like, yeah, well, they're just shills, or it's just like, <laughs> what? Oh, Someone needs to make the tap the sign meme, which is They did, they oh, have. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, because, like, again, everybody points back to Worldcon, where it costs them. Yes. Literally $100,000 the one time they posted about why they had banned some dude and said he was racist. Mm-hmm. And it cost them $4,000 on a settlement, but $100,000 in the fucking lawyer fees. Even if you win a case like this, it costs you a shitload of money because of lawyer time. Yeah. So that's why conventions don't publicize this shit. And people never remember this. They just want their fucking public execution. They want the con to 
drop him in front on main stage and put a bullet in his fucking skull and that's when they're appeased not when they like got him zero to kicked out in two hours <laughs> they made me think of the tetris song yeah yeah <laughs> he is the fur who got something something the blocks he got the block <laughs> yeah but yeah like that that's part of the reason i do active my twitter because honestly i don't need that fucking shit i've got enough going on in my life um, Can I have a long one, please? <laughs> Every time I hear that, I think, Can I have a long boy, please? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's why I stopped Twitter. It was the algorithm it's, is specifically designed to make you mad. Yeah, because it's it's what drives their engagement. They figured out if they just twist the anger button, they get more clicks, likes, shares, content, everything, and. And yeah, like it's toxic. I like, but not in a good way, like the Britney Spears song. In a bad way, like Chernobyl. They they just have no. Made that it. was radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Oh, waking <laughs> <laughs> up to ass and butts. I check my AD and I check my nuts. <laughs> um, uh, the I'm breathing in the musk now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i I just don't need that shit in my life i've got enough going on and like i posted about it like look like i don't i've seen the shit that happened with furthermore and i don't need that and i privated my account and said i'm gonna deactivate it in today see if fuckers around Mm. because like i'm I'm still on telegram but like i'm not I, i just like because there was this dude at, F- at fiesta right who decided to post his call out about the dude who did some bad shit literally as the start of the dance comp was going mm-hmm. and then people were like how fucking dare fiesta let this person be involved in the dance comp when the incident happened the night before at the rave he didn't talk to any of the staffers and made the post literally at the start of the dance comp like dog you, yeah. if, if something happens at a convention, please, for the love of fuck, talk to staff. Yeah, I'm, I if mean, you want to something be fair done, to the guy, I don't think he specifically said, how dare they let him be the No, but everybody stop. quote tweeting him did. It was the people that did. replied to, because like, nine times out of ten, when somebody does something, it's not them causing the problem, it's just the rando followers or someone that sees a retweet that are just like, that they're Bang sitting at home not even paying attention, and they're like, oh, some shit's going down. I've got to fucking put on my cape and wizard hat and go and (laughs) fucking tweet about this shit. Because people care about my opinions. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. Like, if they had talked to the con staff Mm -hmm. when the incident occurred, we could have avoided all that. But they didn't. They went to social media first, like 12 hours after the incident occurred, and then went to staff. Oh my god. Like, you, you can't expect anything to happen. We're not psychic. Yeah. And so, like, that just further reinforced my, like, oh yeah, I need to fucking not be on Twitter. Because yeah. this shit happens. Because, mm. like, ultimately, that guy, you know, he'll be dealt with. But, like, posting about on Twitter first and then not actually getting the con to address it. And then having people get all mad at the con because we dared to let him participate in the dance comp because 
nobody knew until after the dance comp was like going like what do you expect we're not psychic we're not gonna fucking put a bullet in his head on stage because this shit happened <laughs> that you did that like everyone that was sorry you like accused of something or was a known do some fucking dang and rope off shit where it's like we have to, oh a body has been found we have to have an, a, a death game oh it's this person they get executed in front of the crowd you know that's that's not how this works <laughs> In our usual tradition at closing ceremonies, whoever donates five hundred dollars to charity gets to pull the trigger. Southpaw does not. Uh, <laughs> oh crap! Does not endorse extrajudicial executions of offending attendees. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's the word I wanted. We're not just banned from fiesta. You're banned from or other drama events. You're banned from. And then bury me with my guns on so I can then kill you in hell. <laughs> I mean, in, like... Bury me with my fursuit on so I can if in hell. So, speaking of if in hell, I did have the realization on Saturday. <laughs> um, I have this shirt, which is... I got it at FC. Um, mm-hmm. I forget the, the cool name of the artist. The gif in hell. The gif in like hell the... with the Ahigo Baphomet. Yeah. Like a come on her face and mouth and shit in the pentagram <laughs> I oh didn't know it was come on yeah like it's it's a no, very it adult... in design you just shot really hard. no no it's, it's in the design but I realized that I answered the door to <laughs> um, the police to, to the maintenance to the, the oh. housekeeping <laughs> Spanish speaking housekeeping staff wearing that shirt and was communicating back and forth in Spanish with her. And then I realized the shirt I was wearing after I'd like <laughs> said gracias and closed the door to get my dad ready for the day. And I was like, shit. I looked down <laughs> on my shirt. Like, oh, I wondered whoops. why she made the sign of the cross repeatedly. Like she saw me and no, she didn't actually do that. But I did have the realization of what I was wearing after the fact. And I was like, ah, shit. Whoops. Oopsie doodle. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Like, next up, I guess I have Anthrocon. That's the next one I'm going to be at, probably. Yeah, the scream to Anthrocon yeah. begins soon. Yeah. You could just hear it in the background. Uh, gotta do inventory, gotta, go gotta do orders, and then just stock up for AC. Yeehaw, baby. It never ends. Nope. <laughs> Nope, the, the Furcon grind is eternal. <laughs> oh, uh, for, for context, I showed Saverin a picture of me in the shark suit with the you can bears see coming the, through the, the belly. Bears belly. <laughs> that, that's great. <laughs> I mean, for most of it, like, I was just wearing my hoodie because it was nice and cold up on 37. Yeah. So, like, I was wearing the Yiff and Hell shirt, but I wasn't actually wearing it. I was wearing it under my hoodie. Right, um, and it was actually really funny because you showed me a TikTok that was from a vendor that was across from my parents' oh, table, yeah, yeah. and so it was just this vague black blob shape standing at a table across from behind the person doing the TikTok, and Fuzz was like, "Oh, that's you." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that is me, actually," <laughs> because I was I was closing down the booth for the night on like Friday or Saturday, who knows? Um, oh, but yeah, Yiff and Hell shirt. That reminds me, I also accidentally hit somebody in the face with my elbow, and then also hit somebody in the balls this weekend, because I was in the shark suit, and like, 
an elevator came down and it was starting to close and the people in the elevator didn't hold the door for us. So I went to reach my arm through the door and then realized it was just going to break my arm. So I just yanked my arm back and just elbowed the dude in the nose. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. And then when we were doing pack out, um, one of the people that was helping us, like Tyrion was like, okay, uh, fold up the cart. And I was like, okay. So I just grabbed the thing that lets you fold up the cart. Mm-hmm. And then the, the back collapses like normal and just whacks someone in the balls. Oh my god. Just... And I was just like, so sorry. I, I always do this alone. You're doing a violence. <laughs> You're doing a heckin' violence, man. Why? I didn't have a CPAP yet. Okay. This is chaos dog. It also, Chouse. It the, was Chouse all weekend. The pictures you shared, like, of you doing the little dab in front of the crowd. There's, like, a little finnick behind you <laughs> at the fur con. I'm like, oh, that's a cute fursuit. I didn't see that during the con. Yeah, he was doing uh, pictures in front of the thing before I went to... That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there was a lot of really good fursuits this year. And, like, I think Sunday night, I was wheeling my dad back in from something or another... And there was a fursuiter there, this really cute fursuit that I'm pretty sure I've seen the wearer's, like, bits. Because I'm pretty sure it's a suit that's been used in, like, adult stuff. And she, like, pressed her ass against the glass behind some people that she knew. (laughs) But then, like, I realized that neither my dad nor I had her badge on. And so we were just, like, random dudes who were like, oh, wow, that's a really cute fursuit. (laughs) But that was one of those realizations after the fact. Like, oh, wait a minute. Nope, that, that is your... I sure have seen that first shooter's pussy. Oh, and then did you see Death Daddy? I did not. Um, I saw I saw a couple pics on Twitter, and one of the and the, the person that made him. I will I will, cop, uh, I will had, share that. Had tweeted shoot. about it, and someone's like, "Holy shit, that's a quick turnaround." Yeah. So someone had a death fursuit for for those that want context. And then he had a badge, and it was it was death from Puss in Boots, mm-hmm. and it just said "Daddy" across the front of it, and we were just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> um, but yeah, there were just like a lot of great fursuits there, a lot of variety. Um, and then the the puppy play panel was interesting because it had this uh, like chandelier in the center that cast down this circle of light, so uh-huh. it looks like they're just. Tr- like trying to summon a demon dog in the center of the giant room on the 38th floor where it was being held. <laughs> and it was just like, Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I shared the photo in our chat. I hadn't, I didn't see that Runa got a chance to fursuit this con. I didn't see her at all. Barely. I saw her at a fursuit like twice. Mm-hmm. Like at one point she had this really nice dress on like this, uh, mm-hmm. like saloon girl type fancy ass dress, the purple trim. I thought it was great. I really liked it. Mm. Um, but I did not get to see her in suit at any time this last week, which is a shame because it's a nice fursuit. Um, but yeah, the Quark, it was actually really was cool. Quark outside the dealer's room? He was at the yeah. entrance of the dealer's room. Excellent. But somebody posted a picture of that and tagged Armin Chivron, and he faved it. Oh, <laughs> nice! Awesome! <laughs> so that was really cool. <laughs> I was like, someone needs to put the rules of acquisition in like a little thought bubble next to it. That's a lot of rules of acquisition, though. You could just do, like, one. The, the profit of profit. <laughs> so, Sarah was taking, took that home. 
Oh, the I didn't know who I didn't know who that was. I don't know who it was, but I know Sarah took it home, so it's nice. at Shiva's house now. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're Trek nerds too, so that's definitely appreciated. I'm sure. I know, but it's just like it opens up a world of possibilities. It'll, it'll <laughs> probably end up, you know, in the the living room or whatever when we try to record over there next. <laughs> um, and just be like, oh yes, Quark has joined the chat. <laughs> I too love the space dog pussy. I don't know. <laughs> it's very profitable. <laughs> you would not believe how much gold pressed latinum that furries would pay for use my adult holodecks and that quarks. Oh yes, absolutely. Bashir was in there like every day for a week. <laughs> yeah, but he was he was It was there with he was there with Garrick though. Mild. No, I was thinking he was playing his bottle Alamo with O'Brien. Oh. <laughs> no, I was gonna be like it was him and Garrick going to the 14 werewolf fuck fast. <laughs> Carrick would be classier than that. Well, no, if it was the behind the Waffle House one, then yeah. Yeah, he, he would indulge Bashir. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've all seen DS9. We know oh, how yeah. it is. Oh, God, I love I, that one video someone made where, like, they're putting all of Bashir's reactions <laughs> around his head as Garrick's talking to yeah. him. <laughs> Don't they add, like, mood music to it, too? And just... No, it's the... Do, 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 do. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, it was like the Wii music, yeah, yes. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's mood music for some people. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but that is a very funny video. But yeah, Quark, Quark is the guardian of the dealer den. Uh, that's fun. And like next year, we're doing Cyberpunk as a theme for Fiesta. Oh, that's so cool. Nice. And so, like, I'm already planning to get some of those little, like, faux neon table standees mm-hmm. to go between the consoles. I need to get more uh, more power strips for next year. But, like, I'm going to have some little neons in the room. Yeah. And, like, we'll have the overhead lights low. So it's like we're going to aim for bisexual lighting up in 37 uh, oh, Majestic yeah. 2. And, like, we're going to lean a little bit into the neons, because, you know, when you're on 37 and Majestics 2, you have this entire wall that is azing out to the east towards the city, towards the suburbs. You can see 75 down below you. You've got suburbs and other buildings further to your northeast. And we live in a neon dystopian city, so. True. I was actually really disappointed, because, like, I was driving down the DNT Mm -hmm. at some point, and it was a little wet, and I was like, we need more fucking neons along the stretch of road, damn it. Because, like, it was the rain-slicked, uh, sodium, high-pressure sodium-lamped illuminated. Like, this needs to be neons. This needs mm-hmm. to be white lights, not yellow. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm driving 65 down a walled highway at night, and it's not nearly as atmospheric as it could be. <laughs> 7 out of 10, do better, Dallas. <laughs> Run for city council and be like, we should really lean into. We need, we need neons that turn on only when it's rainy on <laughs> DNT between downtown and sixty-five. I, I, I submit a resolution that we change the name from Dallas to Night City. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm think I'm looking forward to trying out some of that shit for next year. Just get some a little like the neon cactus or neon like the the very thing you can get them like five below. Yeah. Right, they're the little faux neons that run on batteries or whatever. Yeah. You just turn down the lights and have a little bit of little neons in the room with the consoles, so that people can be a little on theme. Like, oh, you should do like an after dark gamer hour where you just turn off all the lights. 
And it's literally just after dark. It's not actually sexual. (laughs) (laughs) It's just dark. It's just parents' basement simulator. (laughs) In that case, you need like a... A a microwave so I can cook up chicken tendies? No, I was thinking like an old smelly couch with like cigarette burns in it. you You could do it fun. You could do it like... The sleepover hour but and no, have I, like I, s'mores and pizza rolls and just i totally do want to get some like led lighting to put up along the tables along with the little neon so that we have bisexual lighting up in 37 so uh, did you know that now you can have pizza for breakfast you can have if pizza's on a bagel you can have pizza anytime that's hot <laughs> <laughs> what i fucking miss are those pizzas that you could put in a toaster Oh they were, yeah, yeah. They were little, like um, little. They're like they're like half bagel size, but you pop them in, and then they pop up and they're done. Yeah, they were like the the size of a pop tart, and they were just pizza, and they were frozen. Yeah, you keep all the stuff from sliding off. It's like a calzone. Oh yeah, so, so it's it, like all a hot the gooey, so it's like a hot pocket. Okay. Yeah, all the gooey stuffs on the inside, and you just pop it in the toaster, and it just come out amazing. I loved those things so much. Not pockets. Not pockets. <laughs> God, there was, um, it was a VR chat thing I saw that it was a 7 Eleven recreation for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so they had a bunch of hot pockets, but it was like TV static and <laughs> sadness and various other feelings. Uh-huh, that's yeah. when you think of that. Because um, we watched that Cooper Tom video last week. I was just thinking that. We haven't talked about that. Um, so, uh, Cooper Tom does uh, a lot of stuff on VR chat and creates like environments, but also goes exploring and does cool shit and everything like that. And uh, he was going through a basically it was like a video game, except it was in VR. And I actually like did put Siri on the um, the Shazam uh-huh. setting while it was playing, and like I so I found some of the music that was in it and uh, the. Um, artist name is Ben Elson, and the EP was Orthosi, O-R-T-H-O-S-I-E, and it, it's very, it's very cool synth way, very cyberpunky kind of sounding stuff. I've been listening to that like while I work and stuff. And yeah, because I I went there myself. I need to get my VR headset back from Cero, but I went through there in the two D mode because mm-hmm. you can just play it in desktop mode, and I went to places that he didn't. No, oh, okay. Those are the um, screenshots. That yeah, that I sent, and like it was really cool because it's, it's called Organism. I think mm-hmm. is the name of the world, and it was trending at the time. And it's this massive, massive interlinked environment that's very surrealist. And like there is there is an overarching story you have to infer, but there's not like any puzzles or anything. It's just a surreal environment. Yeah, I mean, there's a puzzle in it. It's sort of a maze. And you yeah, have to figure out how to get from place to place. But it's it's very cool, and like the person that did that put a shitload of work. Mm. Yeah, it's very brutalist, communist era kind of styling. And the the artist is Russian. The, yeah, the person that programmed it. So it's very much of that aesthetic. And they do it in a really cool and interesting way. And it's just, I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a cool video that Cooper Tom made, and then when I went through, I spent like an hour in that environment myself, mm-hmm. just poking around, and going, "Ooh, this is neat." Yeah. Um, so you know, definitely check out Cooper Tom's stuff if you haven't already. But like, go just load up VR Chat and run around the environment yourself, because 
it's really neat because there were spaces that he didn't go to that I went to. There's spaces that he went to that I didn't. Like there was that really cool, like the neon bar underneath at the big bridge section mm-hmm. that he went to that I forgot to go to. But I went up the to where like up up the slope past that initial area in the bridge area mm. where there was like the big bendy train coming out of the wall. Oh yeah, and there was like a viewpoint where you could look down onto the whole bridge section two of the map. Because you sent us some screen caps. Yeah, I so. sent some like two D screen caps of it. It was really impressive, to, and I would yeah. be really cool to see in three D and in VR. But I just need to get my headset back. Um, but like I said, Shiva's house is dealing with sickness right now. Not COVID, but still con crud. Yeah. So we're not over there tonight, and I can't get my dang headset back yet. Um, oh. we'll, we'll see. Um, I might go over there tomorrow. We'll see. Um, but yeah, like, it was really cool. VR chat's still really neat. And, like, the environments that people have put together are really impressive. But, like, we were just hanging out and watching YouTube videos yeah. the last week or so. Just hanging out and being like "Ooh, what's this and mm-hmm. saw the premiere of that video was going on yeah I, it, it just, I was just like oh this is on now and uh it, we watched it for like an hour and a half and the dog came in and, and joined us and it was, it was just actually really interesting yeah then you watch some other youtube stuff just mm-hmm. like ooh, ooh we're hanging out yay i was uh, uh so so kyle was was staying with us a couple of days after the con and i also got to introduce him to the natural habitat shorts oh yeah cool, yeah those cool are really cute there was a new one today the uh, shrews oh, I oh that one was great <laughs> oh that's why i haven't seen it yet <laughs> um the other thing that's really fun like uh, kind of a one cool thing for the week is the oklahoma department of natural oh what's Resources? it it's like it's the oklahoma parks department I yeah think. parks and rec i don't have telegram open on my fucking laptop what the hell um, How do you even call yourself a furry? Well, I don't know. Like, because <laughs> it was it was really funny because they're like us looking at you running from something you went to that we told you not to, and it's just the guy eating a sandwich. And they had another tweet where it's like, "You is this snake poisonous? No, of course not. You picks it up, gets bit." But it is venomous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, the, whoever they have, their Twitter intern is, is, is really good and clearly understands the assignment when it comes to Twitter. Um, I, I'm sure that that park service has got a lot more followers than some others just because it's been very, um, they, they make some really amusing tweets. <laughs> yes, okay, wildlife department. Like there was a tweet today, guess the species, and it's a picture of a, a buck with like a black bar over its face over his face but and you can still like, see like the antlers and the whole rest of the body yeah you can, can see I the see whole it? yeah you can see the whole rest of the picture like guess the species mule deer and people were like <laughs> duck <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah they, they they have a really good yeah us watching you attempt to outrun something you tried to after we specifically said not to and it's just Dude eating a sandwich. Oh, that's Mandalorian. Um, what's Pe- Pedro Pascal? Pascal. Yeah. yeah, Pedro Pascal eating a sandwich. They're just like, oh, we told you, do not try to attract the mountain lion. Well, congratulations, you did so. Good luck. That's like last episode of the Mandalorian we just watched. Yeah. God. God that was so dumb. 
<laughs> his first episode of Mandalorian, I have to say, I was just like, this is stupid. This is the second time this has happened. It's not. It's the second time we've seen it happen, but yeah. they imply this yeah. has happened numerous I'm not going to go into gonna, detail we're and just spoil it on the posting. <laughs> yeah, if the Mandalorian had an Imperial credit for every time this happened, he'd have at least two. It's weird, but it happened twice. <laughs> yeah. It, pr- it sounds like it's been at least 12. <laughs> oh, like, well, we'll explain it to you later because yeah. I'm not watching it anyway. But, I mean, overall, I've been enjoying all of the Star Wars universe stuff that, that's been on this particular episode just really hit all my idiot ball filters <laughs> like the episode before it was like one of the best in the series i think maybe that's why it tainted it a bit maybe i don't know yeah it was <laughs> it was something else <laughs> they're not all going to be winners i guess yeah. yeah bad batch has been good lately we have like two episodes to watch because yeah. I I, ref- I re- refrained from watching it while you were at Fiesta. Yeah, so I'm, and, then I'm, and then I had on Wii when I came back, so. Mm. Yeah. I'm better after the CPAP, though. Yay! Yeah. We are a three CPAP households now, sadly. Mm-hmm. Our CPAPs are I'm, also in a poly relationship. I'm officially a daddy now. You have to get a CPAP in order to qualify. It's one of the things that well, puts you level up. <laughs> Panther really needs one. Like, some of the snoring that he does. Um, mm. And, like, I'm still going back and forth with uh, Panasonic. Because they're like, do you really want to get a replacement unit? Or we can give you $50. And I'm like, motherfuckers, give me a replacement unit, you pieces of shit. And they're like, oh, uh, we have to have an active uh, prescription for one. I'm like, fine, I'll go see the the clinic that my previous CPAP doc had. Like yeah. he, his practice evolved to like the clinic named after him. Mm-hmm. I think he retired, but it's like the Rosenthal Clinic here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, fine, I will go there. I'll get my referral and get a prescription that I still need a ZPAP because I'm still a fat fuck who needs one. I like breathing at night. It's really cool. It's, like, not, it's you, not like your body just repaired itself in the meantime. Like, do you have a primary care doctor? I do, yeah. Um, you should be able just to get a referral from that. Just call them yeah. up and be like, hey, I just need a CPAP referral to, for my insurance to cover this, and they'll just give you one. Yeah. Because you already have the machine, and it's pre-existing on your records. Yeah, because so. like every five years, you're supposed to get like a new machine. Yeah, and I've had this one for too long, and it's one under recall, and, and, and. So, yeah, I need to get a new one. So, and then... But I know, like, two skinny bitches that have CPAPs also, so it doesn't... It's not just a fat fuck thing. It's that we're just evolved badly. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Like, it, our beds are bad. We need to sleep differently to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, like, even, like, skinny people can have sleep apnea. Like, every single adult person I know has a CPAP. Like, any, all the furries that are in immediate vicinity all have CPAPs. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Maybe we all need to sleep face down on hammocks so that we're just breathing out. Just no, I've tried a hammock. That just makes it worse. Mm. You wake up, you have the netting all over your face. Although what is amusing though is that, and I noticed this on me, and I've noticed this on Tyrion before, is that if you accidentally sleep on part of your your CPAP pose, and it looks like you've got like an alien growing out of you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I need to get a new hose, actually. Like, I've got air leaks. Mm. You're supposed to replace that, like, every year. Yeah, and I just haven't gotten around to it, and I'm really noticing that, oh, whoops, I need new hose. I noticed that, I guess it was, I don't know if it was a weather change or just with the new air conditioner or something, but, like, I really need the heated hose now, unfortunately, which I, I don't mind using it. It's just that they're $30 as opposed to, like, 10 to replace because um, they they're electric, you know, they pop into the the port that's already on there, but it does keep it from having um, condensation build up inside it and drip into your face. Yeah, because like when you, it's very 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 gross when you like shift the hose in the morning and you suddenly just get like a splash of water on your nose. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. It feels terrible. Yeah, like, I've disconnected it sometimes and be like, oh, it's just got a little bit of water, right? I'll just pour it out. And it's like a fucking, like, a couple liters just goes like And it's like, what the fuck? Where was all that? <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've been using the heated hoses for a while. They, those don't have that. God, we're old. Yep. We're, I mean. Uh, talking about our CPAPs. I'm, okay, it's the 24th. I have three months until I'm 40. Oof. Laughs in 47. <laughs> but, no, yeah. No. I'm just yeah. like, look, dog, we're all getting up there. Yep. I, I've This part, this left side here is getting more gray and it's extending down a bit. Mm. I'm literally going to have a fucking skunk stripe in my hair before too long. Right things are going. Dude, that'd be awesome. I mean, it'll look good. Because your alt is a skunk. Yes. So. But it's just like. You know, we, we are getting up there. That's the thing. Like, we've been here a very, very, very long you time. You've kept your hair darker longer than I have. Because oh. I know I had significant gray by totally. the time I was 40. Um, like, I made the resolution back 2017 or so that I was just going to keep my hair long for as long as I had my hair. Mm-hmm. And I have succeeded in doing so. No, I meant that it's not gray. Oh, I know. But, but like... yeah. Um, my dad had started going white by the time he hit 40 mm. and but like his grandpa or his dad was bald by the time he was 20 so you know I'm doing fine yeah like I still got a five head going on here but it's not that bad I've pretty much had that my whole life anyway yeah so I'm, I don't I'm know not if too it's concerned actually receded that much I'm bald I lost started losing my hair at like 18. Which means you have something in common with Patrick Stewart. I don't have his sex appeal, though. You, 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 you're a good boy. <laughs> um, in other news, I'm looking forward to... One of the one of the guests they had at Fiesta this year was the folks who did uh, Delver's Guide to Beast World, the furry D&D oh, thing. Oh, yeah, right. Um, they had a couple panels that I didn't get to see because I was on the staff. Um, but that also means that they actually have the product in stock and I'll be getting my copy of the book soon. Right. Because <laughs> I got like the $90 backers that has like the art cards and the DM screen and the book and all this other shit. And I'm like, oh, it's so cool that y'all are there. Like Heartleaf Games, I think it is. Yeah. They were here as a guest and they were in all that. And, and they were saying like the Telegram group that they did like really well. Like people, people went... Not for, like, the base level one. They all snapped up, like, the nice fancy edition or, or something. And they are like, okay, people like the nice one. We're going to remember that for the next con we're vending at. So apparently they did very well, so that's good. <laughs> that fucking art comic you shared, Ajax. 
Yeah. If so I get this fucker a CPAP soon, I'll kill him. Yeah, for those who can't see it, it's uh, the BMZ comic by Nanoff. And it's four panels. The first three panels are this wolf snoring and the tiger next to him. And the tiger is tossing and turning as as the wolf snores. And then the final panel is just the tiger looking angry with his arms crossed next to the wolf. And he's just like, if I don't get this fucker a CPAP soon, I'll kill him. <laughs> understandable yeah that's why CPAPs keep you alive they prevent you from being murdered yeah. yes <laughs> that, that is really the, the only reason yeah. I mean it my my snoring was really disrupted to Panther and when I got my CPAP it really did help both of us mm. and now he needs one because his snoring is pretty bad sometimes I I sleep through my I sleep fine yeah, but I sometimes I wake up and like he's been snoring a fucking storm up, and then he gets real quiet for a bit, and I'll wake up and I'll like stare at his ass, waiting for him to like breathe. Are you breathing? <laughs> okay, you're breathing. Good. Turn over, go back to sleep. <laughs> but still, it's like get out a little bit and like, hold it in front of his poke nose. him a little. Like, hey, mm. you still with me here? Adam would be very sad because he's like sleeping between our feet. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, he needs a CPAP too. Get a CPAP, kids. It's fine. It helps you breathe at night. Really, I think I've needed one since I was a teenager. <laughs> uh. Um, so you know, we're it's eleven o'clock at night. We're past an hour ten on the raw recording. So why don't we start wrapping this up? I do have a one cool thing for this week. We're all ready to curl up with our CPAPs. Um, I mean, I could also I could go for another rum and coke zero we could watch some youtube for a bit i'd be fine with that anyways my one cool thing for this week is uh james stephanie sterling put up a post today about a game and i was like oh shit i need to check that out so i'm a big fan of vampire survivors i've gotten i had all the achievements for that game until the expansion came out and a new one got posted about called bone razor minions so it's an arena game where you're a little necromancer guy who has no attack on their own, but you got to swarm a little dudes that Aww. that run around around you and attack the guys the, the enemies for you. Mm-hmm. You're like this undead guy, and you're summoning dudes, and you're fighting off the forces of good. And you know, over time, you like get you can upgrade your graveyard area to have like oh this area collects if humans die near this it collects their blood and pops out hearts and here's little torches that light dudes on fire and here's a little uh gravestone where a ghost pops out occasionally and the game is you running around while your little zombie dudes your zombros as it literally puts it (laughs) um fight the forces of good in your graveyard nice and it's five fucking dollars and I played it for three hours this afternoon and had a really good time. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, it's this little pixel art game. Uh, has a bunch of different characters that you can like unlock and play. And it's a $5 game that would play really well on your Steam Deck. But also you can listen. It's a podcast game, which is very important to me because I love podcast games. Things that don't require a lot of thinking. Mm. Um, because yeah, Resident Evil 4 Remake came out. And, you know, we played that back in the day on the Wii, mm-hmm. but that game requires thinking. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. making your little uh, necromancer dude run around and dodge things while they're, zomb- they're zombros 
kill the forces of good doesn't require a lot of thought Mm. um but just i love the genre of the vampire survivor alike and this one has a decent amount of depth to it and it's five dollars so it's like even if you don't really enjoy it it's not like you're you're out less the cost of a fucking burger from whataburger (laughs) thanks inflation um I think even the fucking Whataburger Junior is like more than five dollars now. It's fucking insane. Mm. But yeah, just blow my horse port. That that's the that's my one cool thing for the week is Bone Razor Minions on Steam. Um, I I enjoyed playing it this afternoon and yeah, Bone Razor was my nickname in college. Uh, my one cool thing for the week is a series called The Wandering Inn, which is an isekai fiction where this girl gets transported to a gaming world and then she becomes a innkeeper and she has to like learn how to survive and there's just like a lot of great characterizations in it and just the most adorable baby Null you'll ever see. Aww. Like she's just so tiny and she's like albino so she's like all white. And she likes to sneak around and like steal food from the people who visit the inn and like just acting adorable <laughs> yeah Zirin and I watched the first few episodes of Spy X Family mm-hmm. and that's a very cute show mm-hmm. I mean like it's still like a show set in an alternate hist- an alternate reality version of East Germany in the 1960s so with all the dystopia that comes with that but the, the family side of things and Anya being a cute precocious little psychic child is <laughs> It's it's there's a reason it's extremely popular right now. Mm-hmm. I just hadn't seen any of it yet, and we watched some of it. And it was really nice. Ah, mm-hmm. <sighs> so all right, kids. Well, we're not dead, which is always really good, and we're we're back, as it were. Um, this will be a regular episode for everybody to get. And as always, you can find us on Telegram. You can find us in the Telegram fan chat the most easily. Because Fuzz isn't really on Twitter so much. Shiva isn't, and I'm not either. Like, I kept my AD account, but that's not for general consumption. That's just so I can fave all the porn I want. Yeah. Um, and just find us on Telegram. You can find this, the podcast chat, the podcast on Telegram, or not Telegram, at, on Twitter, at South Podcast. And you can send us email at southpodcast at gmail.com. I just remembered something I wanted to mention. Okay. And this would be a cool cool thing. So the the furry band Scratch Twenty One uh-huh. they did uh, a, a, we're gonna see aliens back in like twenty nineteen. Uh huh. Um they're they're releasing a new song. <clears throat> they're covering Big Balls by A C D C. Nice. And they're doing animation for it and they've been gradually releasing little short clips of the animation. And it's cute and really funny. Um, so you should. I think they're they're Scratch Twenty One Music yep, on Scratch Twitter. 21. Yeah. Um, so you should go to their Twitter and and watch some of the uh, the animated clips there um, because they're uh, it's a super cute animation style. So I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, like I've seen the teasers for that on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. we've got the biggest balls out. Of and the just ball. the, the the fucking expressions on the yeah, fox. they're all like, ah, like stop fucking at me. So that's really cute. Yeah, check that out. But yeah, we have Patreon somehow. Uh, Patreon.com dot If you like us, you know, give us a buck if you like, because you know, hey. 
Um, other than that, we'll find us on Telegram. That's the easiest way to find us nowadays because fuck Twitter, really. Find me cuddling my CPAP. Yep. You'll find me on Mastodon with all the Twitter expats. Yep. And uh, remember, I put the romance in Necromancer. Oh, God. Remember, if your commitment adverse friend starts dating a mare, tell them that it's doomed to fail. Dating a horse is never good for someone who's afraid of going stable. Yes. So, (laughs) on that note, thank you, Candrel at yif.live. Good night, and big balls. Woo!